Welcome back. T-Row in the morning show. Two days from the spring game. Toby at practice today. He will bring us all kinds of insider information on tomorrow's T-Row in the morning show beginning at 6 o'clock. Let us know any secrets that he finds out while attending practice today after a special request from Brent Venables to get him there. Maybe, maybe he'll ask Brent to come on the show tomorrow. I'm not going to hold my breath for that, but maybe. Uh, Been talking a lot about Lincoln Riley and the uh, Players' Tribune letter today. A lot of other stuff going on out there as well. NBA playoffs last night. Boston took a 2-0 series lead on Brooklyn, 114-107. Nets had a 17-point lead. Katie and Kyrie were horrible in the second half of that game. Uh, I think they were like 1 of 18 or something like that combined in the second half. Katie and Kyrie were, so they find themselves down 2-0 to Boston. Uh, Philly took a uh, 3-0 series lead on Toronto, 104-101 with an overtime victory. They look good right now, don't they? They're going pretty well. Joel Embiid playing at a uh, high level. He uh, kind of had uh, some defensive plays last night. Late three-point shot. Uh, kind of carried Philly to that win in overtime. And Chicago evens their series with the Bucks, One game apiece, 114-110. Uh, to 110. Um, My Dallas Mavericks expecting Luka Doncic back tonight. We'll see. He says uh, he's got to find out how he feels closer to game time and if the doctors feel as though he can re-aggravate it. I don't know how that can't be the case. I mean, it's a calf strain, so I don't know how a doctor would be able to tell you there's no chance of you re-aggravating this. Unless he's just taken weeks off, and that's not the case. Yeah. So, Which, I'm, I mean, it's strange because you have the Mavericks, that series notched up at one game apiece. You mm-hmm. have uh, the Pelicans who have notched up the Suns as well. Both of those have their two of their big young stars, Zion Williamson not playing for the Pelicans right now, obviously Luka not playing for uh, the Mavericks. Man. Booker's an- out now for Phoenix, though, the next two games. So yeah. that series could get really interesting yeah. after Phoenix has been so dominant all year mm-hmm. um, if uh, New Orleans is able to 
take advantage of no, him being no, out of the lineup. Ingram's played unbelievable. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. But uh, Kevin Durant searching right now. He cannot find the basket. He's uh, continued to struggle. Uh, all right, it's time for our favorite segment, Victor's favorite segment of the week. It is time for Pet of the Week. Brought to you by Dr. Otto, University Animal Hospital, and OK Canine Corral, your doggy daycare grooming resort right here with two locations in Norman. Uh, our pet of the week is Roxy, a one-year-old Sharpe mix, tan, weighs 46 pounds, available for adoption right now. I told Drake I thought this dog looked a little bit like his. Am I crazy, or uh, does this look like your dog? Uh, a little bit. A little bit. Kind of looks like uh, Penny. Uh, a little bit. Uh, Penny has some uh, white accent on her face and stuff like that, but uh, there, I can see the similarity there. Now, Sharpays are the real wrinkly dogs, right? Yeah. There's yeah. no wrinkles on this dog. That's that's the thing that I've, I'm kind of looking at. Like, there's a little bit... Like it almost looks like a uh, old man, uh, right, <laughs> right between the eyes, where it looks like old man kind of crinkling up his face. Yeah, and, yeah, like, a little bit. Not about to yell at you for sitting on his lawn, but uh, not. It doesn't have like the uh, head to tail wrinkles like you would see on a Sharpe for sure. Uh, Roxy, one years old, and it looks like Roxy just wants to play. Like if you throw a ball, uh, she's going to want you to continue to throw the ball. Looks like she's. Got a lot of energy, so think about that uh, in your adoption process, especially Only if you've got a, a smaller old, so place. Definitely it, in that Still age. in that puppy stage, yeah. yeah. And then one of the pictures, she's got the rope toy here in front of her, looking like, uh, you going to come over here and pull on the other end of this or what? Let's go. Uh, but if you if you hear the Sharpay, just know, like Drake said, right between the eyes there's a few wrinkles, but other than that, like the body's not all wrinkly. It's just she looks like a, a normal... Um, a normal dog. Yeah, a normal dog. I, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how else to say yeah. that, but uh, he doesn't look like a Sharpe is what I, I'm going to mean. 46 pounds, I mean, that's a good-sized dog, but it's also, like, I wouldn't qualify that as a big dog either. So No. Um, yeah, she, she looks like she's highly energetic. And, uh, yeah, in this picture here, you, you mentioned the rope toy. Looks like she's basically daring whoever it is to take – uh, taking the picture, like I dare you to put down that uh, that phone right now and try to come get this rope because high energy. Because you got the one picture with the rope toy, and then the next picture she has jumped up on the top of a picnic table. So <laughs> <laughs> there may be some there may be some training of keeping off of furniture and that needs to go on in the house. A big old grin on her face. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like look at what I accomplished. I'm up on the picnic table. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all tan, like Drake said, has a white chest, white tips on her paws. Uh, very cute, uh, medium-sized dog, 47 pounds, and I would guess at one year she's probably pretty much full-grown. Maybe we'll uh, add a little bit of weight, but uh, very cute dog. If you're interested in Roxy, you can uh, contact the Norman Animal Shelter, 3428 South Jenkins Avenue. Tell them you want to set up an appointment to come see Roxy or the other animals available, 405-292-9736. If you're out of the area, you want to see what animals are available at your shelter, and uh, go the adoption route. You can go to adoptapet.com, put in your zip code, and it'll bring up the local pets in your area. Uh, big thanks to Dr. Otto, University Animal Hospital, and OK Canine Corral. Uh, speaking of dogs, did you see the dog yesterday, Drake, the Toby Keith? Toby Keith, the world's oldest dog? No. Uh, broke the Guinness World Record, which this surprised me. 
Uh, it's the oldest living dog right now that they can have on record, and it's a chihuahua named Toby Keith. And it's 21 years old. And I was surprised that that would be the oldest living dog right now, at least that they can document. I mean— 21 doesn't seem that old to me. I mean, I just—we just lost our dog, and she was a week from being 17. Yeah, but uh, let's—okay. 21's not that old to me. I mean, there's some dogs that live 21 older. 21 is super old for a dog. What for are you a dog about? it is, but to be the oldest dog in the world, that surprised me. I figured the oldest dog in the world I mean, would be 24, 25. I know that it, it's—don't want to, like—you you mentioned her, so it's not me opening up the new ones. But, I mean, Sissy, Brooklyn, was— uh, <laughs> I Google Toby Keith, Toby Keith, and instead of the singer coming up first now on Google, it's, it's Toby it's, Keith dog. <laughs> it's Toby Keith's dog. Uh, you have to remember, your dog was 17, almost. Yes. And was blind, deaf, and... She still had some sight. Not totally blind, but almost, yes, you're right, you're close. blind, deaf, and had gotten to the point to where... Uh, legs were given out on her. Legs she were given trouble, out. Yes. Uh... Bathroom issues from what you had communicated. So just think about that and add four more years. Like it's not 20, that long. Twenty one is super old. Now, if it were a cat, cats live like there's some cats that live up to thirty years, which is <laughs> insane to me to think about an animal being in your life for thirty years. But um, twenty one years, goodness gracious. Adopted from a shelter, the dog's original name was Peanut Butter, and the lady changed it to Toby Keith when she adopted him. I'm trying to scroll here. I never saw yesterday why she named him Toby Keith. I mean, obviously, she may be a fan of the singer, but just it's a funny name to just name your dog Toby Keith. <laughs> like, <laughs> I adopted this chihuahua named Peanut Butter. I'm changing his name to Toby Keith. Well, it makes more sense to, uh, I mean, obviously... Peanut butter was the same for Yes, peanut butter. Yeah. Just, uh, uh, you can't name the dog how you like me now. So, <laughs> now that I'm adopted. So, you have to name him Toby Keith. Born January 9th, 2001. He's 21 years, 66 days old on March 16th, which Guinness confirmed he is the oldest dog alive. Again, I don't know how they know this. I mean, obviously, you have to submit into Guinness, and that's the oldest they've had submitted. But there's got to be an old dude sitting on a porch somewhere that's older than 21, you would think. Somewhere in the world. Uh, she's had the dog most of her life, adopted him from the shelter, like I said, when he was a puppy. Um, an elderly couple surrendered him because they could no longer care for him. And it doesn't explain the Toby Keith thing. That's what I was like. Two decades later... Uh, she began to wonder if Toby Keith was the oldest living dog as he uh, passed his life expectancy of 12 to 18 years old. And uh, so she contacted Guinness, and they started looking into it and have confirmed it. Genetics, a healthy diet, and a loving home are the secrets to his old age. Yeah, the thing that I love most is whenever you have these uh, women that are or men that are like a hundred years old, and people ask him, "Well, what's, what's your secret? secret? To life? What's, your, what's your secret to life?" Uh -huh. And it's like the old man that's like a hundred and four years old, and he's like, "Well, I eat four strips of bacon for breakfast every morning." <laughs> there, there was a lady that was a hundred and something uh, not too long ago, and her secret of life was one Coors Light a day. She she drank one Coors Light a day her whole life. Well, at least as long as she was, uh, you know, whenever she started drinking, probably back then, fourteen, fifteen, whatever it was, you know. 
But that was her secret. Taste of the Rockies every morning. <laughs> one, one Coors Light every day. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, uh, maybe Roxy is the next dog that will break the Guinness World Record and take that from Toby Keith. Go check out uh, Roxy at the Norman Animal Shelter. And congratulations to Toby Keith, who uh, the dog and the singer. The singer woke up yesterday, thought he was trending again on Twitter, only to come to find out he's a 21-year-old chihuahua. <laughs> Not the country music hit maker. <laughs> Toby's like, sweet, I'm trending on Twitter again. What did I do? Did I say something controversial, uh, uh, political or something? Uh, no, it's a chihuahua, uh, dude. I have a feeling that Toby Keith is a guy that has no zero Twitter, idea no Twitter. <laughs> whenever he's trending on Twitter. That's probably actually. true. That's probably, that's probably true. Um, maybe he'll travel now, though, go to meet the chihuahua. So we can have a, a picture of the two Toby Keys oh, together. Now that'll get uh, Twitter in an uprise right there. <laughs> now you'll really two, get trending. Two Toby Keys trending at once. Come on, TK. Make it happen. Uh, we'll take a timeout. 405-329-9000. That is the law offices of Rod Poston, Oklahoma Tax Resolution Line. Or you can text the show. Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. TJ Drake and Toby Keith back after this. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. Welcome back. T-Row in the Morning Show. Final hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show here on The Ref. It's hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. It's brought to you by the great people at RK Black. They've been in business since... 1952, TJ. That's almost as old as you are. Almost. 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 The, they're a leading provider. They've got sore knees, and uh, they feel arthritis starting to form in certain oh, parts of yeah, their body, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're almost to that age, too. Uh, they're a leading provider of office technology solutions to small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas as well. So if you're listening to us in the state of Kansas, they uh, possibly have some office technology solutions for your small and medium-sized business as well. Uh, they've got technology solutions, including copiers, faxes, printers, scanners, document management, and network solutions, and so much more. Give them a call at 405-943-9800. Visit them at rkblack.com. Uh, let's see. Air Comfort Solutions text line. You can uh, chime in on the text line, 405-651-3439. Uh, let's see. I keep on waiting for Boomer and Sooner to be the pet of the week. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if anyone out there has asked him if he renamed the dogs, or if they're still Boomer and Sooner, or if they even uh, took them with them. Wow, that you want to talk about uh, PR disaster if he just abandoned two dogs? <laughs> <laughs> we'll say that uh, our pets of the week this week are the abandoned dogs Lincoln Riley left behind, Boomer and Sooner. Left, he left those in the smokers too. Uh, what a rude guy, Oof, scumbag. Goodness. Uh, next here on the text line says, I'd rather hear about, uh, this Disney trip and Bronx's ball games than listen to continued rants about Mule Shoe. <laughs> well, t uh, like I said, we would not have discussed Lincoln today at all. He wouldn't have even have been mentioned. I don't think had he not put out the letter yesterday. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, so it'll fade away again. Yeah. It's all right. Air Comfort Solutions text line, uh, coach Mo. 
Uh, got a 6-9 uh, very big man out of the portal. Help for Tanner down low will be a force to be reckoned with next season. Uh, I didn't see this. So they got a, another oh, transfer I did not, yesterday? I did not see they got a transfer yesterday either. So we'll have to look that in. Yeah, yeah that. We'll, I'll, uh, I'll pull that up here in a second. Uh, don't worry, everyone. Someday BFC will stand at God's throne of judgment and admit uh, all these uh, terrible <laughs> phone calls he's had. Huh. I'll just let that one go. Yeah. Uh, nice, That's not for me to judge. Nice JFK reference by BFC. I didn't uh, catch that. Uh, is what somebody says here on the Air Camera Solutions text line. Uh, somebody, uh, why do you allow that uh, Jack A anytime on the air? I changed the station. I'll be back in 10 minutes. Hopefully he will not. What a moron. Luckily, the only time you have to deal with it is when Toby does take a day off. Yeah. So, my apologies. Um... Let's see. Next up on the uh, this has why does senior sports not list the uh, baseball record when loss on the schedule table like every other sport? I I haven't seen that, so I don't know. Um, let's see here. I don't know why that would be either. Mm, there's that. Um, there's so I had it on the softball page. That's why I'm looking at softball. So, um, I'll have to look on the other sports here. Let me let me see here. Yeah, Baseball this, this schedule, this fascinating radio. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know because it used to be up there, uh -huh. and it's not because it's bad. So I, I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, random thoughts on uh, enhancing program content, eliminating callers uh, slash textures. Uh, one, Bob from Cement. Two, OU Architect. Three, Kindle. Four. Bob from Cement again. Bob from Cement placed twice. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Uh, um, eliminating callers, I think, is the worst thing that sports radio has ever done in the history of sports radio. I will fight against that till my death that it is why um, uh, I will continue to take calls and always will. So, uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Why can't we like true crime and scary movies? Does that scare you? Uh, yes. <laughs> Yes. Hey, why? Are you a single lady? Are you thinking about asking Drake on a date? Or do you like green stew? Green chili stew. Or green chili stew. Mm -hmm. He'll be at Rudy's tonight. <laughs> maybe you guys can get past this. Uh, maybe maybe if you realize that this is the one, the, this woman is the one, if this is a woman texting in, and you say to yourself, you know what? I love her so much, I just want to watch Halloween with her. No. See... I uh, love her so much. Throw on John Wayne Gacy documentaries. Yeah, it, here's here's. I'll the, cuddle with you. You'll keep me safe, dear. Here's here's the story. Uh, there was a point in time to where I did try this. Watched a scary movie <laughs> for a girl. Uh, did not end well uh, with said girl. Uh, did not get. Well, one if you wouldn't have wet, her, wet your pants on her couch when the scary part happened. I didn't wet my pants, but I I do give a, whenever I have watched scary movies in the past, and it's like it's a once a five year thing. Uh, like, oh, when was the last Olympics? Is probably a good uh question on to ask if somebody is uh, prompts me with when was the last time you watched a scary movie? Uh, when was the last Olympics? Because it's probably within the same uh uh time span and. 
let's just say I didn't get any sleep that night, and it wasn't because of any <laughs> anything fun. It was because, uh, yeah, <laughs> I was generally terrified. Uh, also, the uh, that relationship was a train wreck oh, too. So Drake, she is a single lady. She's yeah. uh, but she's into true crime and scary movies. Yeah, can you guys work through this? Uh, you know, who's maybe say? this lady is really attracted to guys that do engineering for the OU Radio <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Maybe she'll give up the scary movies for you. That is that is quite the niche uh, kink there. So, if that's the case, I love the way you run your wires. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. Drake's at Rudy's tonight. By the way, single lady. Uh, next up uh, on the text line, the UTSA mascot must be in the transfer portal. <laughs> Yep, we do have a roadrunner out here. Yes. Luca is soft, this texter says. Um, maybe. It's a cash trade. Uh, I guess that means Devin Booker's soft. Look, in my opinion, every NBA player out there right now is soft. Because back in my day, the people when I was growing up, they wouldn't have missed a game for a calf strain. Um, joking a little, but that's kind of true. So, Lucasoft, yeah, I would say yes, but I would say Luca, along with the rest of the entire league, is soft. They're all missing games for some reason or another. You want to get another call in here? Yeah, speaking of guy that isn't soft, that doesn't miss games. This guy doesn't. This guy's not soft at all. Doc B. He got a foul ball the other day. Morning, guys. I did. I heard Doc B got a morning, Doc. I did hear you got a foul ball the other day and uh, yep. presented it to a child. Now, yep. there were two kids, one with a Kansas jersey on, one no with one an would, Oklahoma. No, no, that's the right kid. I told you right kid. I told Not up in here. So, uh, how's it going, Doc? What's going on today? What's on your mind? Oh, not much. I want to say hi, you know. Oh, well, hello. Go, go Sooners. All right. Hello and go Sooners. What? Tell me this high, okay? I'll tell him. All right. Thanks, Doc. Bye. <laughs> Short Damn and simple out. and to the point. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> appreciate it, Doc. Um, I was going to... Uh, I've got uh, a question, Drake. Okay. When I might I, have an answer. I, I'm getting old. Yeah. I can I tell just by how long it took you to. I think don't of tweet what that say. much. I don't use social media a lot outside of posting stuff for my kid, for my family, and stuff mm -hmm. like that that live out of state to see. Yeah. When do I reach that age that my. To where you have to be put down? Well, I have um, to be put down on social media. Like, I have some older relatives. Like, I, I, I tweeted out the goofy picture the other day of the red carpet, and I said, oh, look, they put a red carpet out for me. Doesn't this make me feel special? To which was a joke. It was funny. The carpet was for the uh, gymnastics girls that were coming in to celebrate the national title and everything. But, like, I have this uh, aunt, an older aunt, who's like, that's so sweet of them. Everyone needs to, be, uh, needs to feel special every now and then. And I'm like, oh, you don't really need to comment. Like, that's not what it was about. It was actually kind of a humorous tweet. But 
So how long do I have before that's me and you're telling me to quit uh, commenting on your, your social media? Uh, I think that a general good rule of thumb. I'm glad you spelt, felt special today. You are special. Yeah. Uh, whenever, whenever you start uh, saying stuff like, I'm so proud of this young man and stuff like that, that's when, uh, that's when you should probably stop. <laughs> Generally, whenever you have to put on your cheaters and – Whenever you're looking through your phone, you have to, well, like... That's uh, now. I yeah, mean, yeah. I need them. I, I refuse to wear them, but... When you put on cheaters, though, and you've got them on the end of your nose and you have to raise your lips to kind of, like, scroll through your phone, that is, uh, that's probably the point in time where you should probably... What about when I do this? Because I do this now. Yeah, that's that's the, the move, back too. and then... Pull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My forehead try, goes real to, straight. Trying to bring it into focus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm already there. Then I'll quit. Mm -hmm. I'll quit using any social media. At like all. I said, uh, R.K. Black. Uh, since 1952, they've been in business. <laughs> almost as old as you. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, You're so special. You deserve that red carpet. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate you letting me know how special I am. <laughs> 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 all right, we'll take a timeout. Uh, next segment, I want to talk about a uh, great article that I read yesterday about SMU, uh, Eric Dickerson, and the Gold Trans Am, and how brilliant SMU is right now in their marketing, looking back to their days of their death penalty. Take a time out. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment, four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. TJ and Drake back with you. T-Row in the morning show. Toby will be back tomorrow. Inside secrets of a Sooner football workout is what he'll bring you tomorrow morning as he was at practice all day today uh, to bring us inside information tomorrow, which he will... Reveal none of, most likely. Uh, I mentioned a, a, a cool article that I read uh, yesterday. Footballscoop.com, uh, Zach Barnett wrote the article. It was about SMU and the new world we're in in college football with NIL and recruiting and the deals and things that you can do now. And basically, the article is about them embracing the trouble they got into in the 80s with the death penalty and everything and Eric Dickerson and... Craig James, all those guys that were things that now would be completely legal. And they're embracing it. So they get put on the death penalty. And I, I knew of some of the stuff, and I'd probably over my life heard of things and just forgotten. But the, the, the thing that stood out to me is why I even clicked on the article was the picture of a gold Trans Am. Like a 1980 gold Trans Am. Um... And I said, what is this? And so I click on the article. And SMU right now, currently one of their graphics they're using in recruiting is a picture of – it's got a, a collage of all the coaches right now at SMU with a Dallas skyline in front of them with a highway with a gold Trans Am on the highway. And it says, all roads lead to Dallas. Well, the gold Trans Am ties back to the death penalty and Eric Dickerson – and the story of Eric Dickerson. And so when Eric was coming out of high school, obviously one of the biggest recruits in the country, and everybody wanted him. 
and Texas A&M was after him, SMU, several schools, but A&M wanted him bad. Texas A&M wanted Eric Dickerson to come play football uh, for them. And Eric said it was very stressful for him. Everybody was after him. He's this 17-year-old kid. He can't make up these decisions. And he said everything was so wild back then and the way that things were offered and how things were done that he said he remembers one day he was riding, I think he was riding his bike home from school, and his route home he had to pass a dealership that was in the town he grew up, and they had just gotten in the new Trans Ams. And he said... It caught my eye. It was a beautiful car. And I, he went home and told a family member just in passing, man, they got the new Trans Ams down there. I would love to have one of those. Those cars are awesome. He said it was completely innocent like that. That's all he said. He said the next thing he knows, like the day later, two days later, Texas A&M, some booster from A&M is calling him that owns a dealership in town that says, hey, we hear you like the new Trans Am. We want you to come on down. He said, this is how fast and how, you know, people communicated with family members and they found out things. He said it was completely innocent in what he said. He didn't tell this to anyone that was recruiting him. He said, and all of a sudden he gets this call. Bring your uh, grandparents down. We're going to show you what we have down here. So they go down there and the guy basically tells Eric, find any car on the lot you want. What do you want? And he said there were three Trans Ams. And I think two Corvettes on the lot. And he wanted the gold Trans Am. Solid gold Trans Am. It was beautiful. And he said, boy, I really like that gold Trans Am. And he said, the next thing he knows, they're bringing paperwork out for his grandmother to sign. And said, hey, we got you approved. Everything's cleared. And grandma was buying this car. The kid from a family that didn't have money. He rode a bike to school. And suddenly he's got... The, the nicest Trans Am in town, this gold Trans Am, and supposedly, you know, Grandma was buying it. And uh, he said at first he was curious because Grandpa did have money, I guess, from the steel mill and some things that he had done uh, with his work, but knew Grandma really couldn't buy this Trans Am. Well, it was the booster from A&M. So he drives off in this Trans Am and then ends up later on deciding... I'm going to SMU and kept the Trans Am. So obviously that did not make A&M happy, but they couldn't call him out on it. Grandma bought this car. So he had this gold Trans Am, which he said later he sold to a teammate at SMU because then a booster came along and he upgraded to the Corvette while he was at SMU. So... Obviously, things spun out of control there for SMU. They got in trouble for other stuff, and they weren't involved in the Trans Am, even though he kept it. But it's a it's a funny story. It's a great story on how he got this Trans Am. But now they're using the Trans Am in their recruiting materials. The gold Trans Am's in the recruiting stuff. It's brilliant. They you know, can embrace it now. You know what this makes me think of is it makes and I don't know why but it makes me think of Billy Madison and it makes me think of the old lady if you think cheating's cool consider me Miles if you think peeing your pants is cool consider, consider me, me Miles, Miles Davis. Davis yeah that's uh, basically what the, uh, pops in my mind yeah I it's mean, a trans am he's leaning on in that, mo- uh, in that movie we were we were paying players before it was legal so yeah absolutely but that's the funny thing about it they're like now you can do nothing about it before we got the death penalty with the stuff we were doing yeah. now we'll get a, a kid a trans am yeah let's go we got let's that go. money but 
Uh, funny too that a 17 year old kid like that, like, give me the solid gold Trans Am. I can only imagine how cool he was the day he drove up at school <laughs> in that car. Yeah, because I'm sure Eric Dickerson probably had a lot of problems being considered. No, cool uh, no, obviously not. He's the elite point. athlete on campus. He's <laughs> yeah, Eric Dickerson. One of the most. But he was he was riding a bicycle to work or to school before that, and then you roll up in a uh, brand new Trans Am. Yeah. Uh, surely that doesn't cause questions. Yeah. One of the most highly recruited players in college football history. Probably he needed the Trans Am to be considered cool at but that point. I'll give SMU credit. I would never click on a story about SMU and what they're doing for recruiting right now, except for the picture they're using caught my attention. That it's a it's an awesome graphic. That Trans Am Driving down the highway with the Dallas skyline behind it, and I'm like, what is this about? All roads lead to Dallas with that classic Trans Am on the picture. It got me to click on the article. So, yeah, they're embracing it. They're like, yeah, we were cheating like crazy in the 80s. Yeah, we got the death penalty. But you know what? Now we can embrace that history with our program. We'll get any kid out there, any car they want. And now it's legal. You can't do anything about it. I can only imagine that booster, too, with A&M. He drives off the lot, and then a week later he's like, yeah, I've decided I'm going to SMU. Now, he probably got a lot of other things from a lot of other schools that were ticked off when he was sitting at home with whatever it was, bags of cash or whatever all Eric Dickerson was offered back in the day. But uh, now they are using the gold Trans Am and embracing their, their cheating history. So we'll take a break. Chris Plank coming up next. He is uh, back from uh, Denton last night. Another run rule win for the Sooner softball team. We'll talk to Chris on the crossover. T-Row in the morning show back after this. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. We're back. T-Row in the morning show. Time for the crossover, brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. Kids camps coming up for the summer. Check those out. Tremendous camps that they offer, uh, summer camps they offer to the kids out there. Uh, Eric Dickerson in this article, I guess there's an urban legend going around back in the day that A&M boosters went to find the car and destroyed it. And uh, Dickerson said, uh, not true. None of that's true. It never happened. I had that Trans Am my first few years at SMU before I sold it to my best friend, Charles Drayton, an SMU running back, uh, thanks to an SMU booster named George Owen. I was driving a Corvette by then, so um, it's just a great story. Uh, there was a texter on the text line. I guess back in the day, they uh, SMU referred to it as the uh, Trans A&M. So. <laughs> Morning, Plank. How are you today? Uh, I want to apologize to Drake for not getting back to him on any of his couple of text messages that said, you're okay to connect. And I'm sitting here going, I wonder if it's okay to connect. And I realized my phone was in my pocket. So sorry, Drake. What's uh, up, TJ? Er- everyone, everyone ignores Drake. Don't apologize. <laughs> it's fine. I'm used to it. <laughs> no, He's fine. used to it. He's used to it. Uh, late night for you driving back, but a, uh, a yeah. victory. Uh, Patty Gasso's job is safe. We, uh, <laughs> We had a texture this morning wanting to know if her job was still in trouble, yeah. but uh, rebound with another uh, run rule uh, win. So she's she's back in the good graces. I, I blocked my first ever person, TJ. Really? On, oh, let's uh, go. On oh, well, Twitter oh, what this was this weekend. about? Uh, and then it led to kind of a little blocking spree, which has been nice and it's kind of been refreshing. Um, 
after the game on Saturday, somebody uh, tweeted, and again, I understand the anger after like your first football loss of the season in a 12-game oh, season, right? Absolutely, yes. Right? I understand. But your first loss coming in, I don't know, almost essentially the middle point to latter point of the season shouldn't have elicited this response to which someone said, you need to ask Patty why she didn't challenge that play. It cost us the game. And I was like <laughs> – what are we doing? I'll get right on that. Let, first, let, let me contact her right what, now for hold you. Hold on. Let me get uh, – and the funniest part of it is, is it wasn't even a reviewable play. But, yeah, so that, that made uh, – that kind of freed things up a little bit. So, yeah, I felt felt good, TJ. And the drive from 35 uh, – on 35, you know, it's just – it's it's terrible when you're driving down. Uh, going down, I know it had to uh, – that time of day that you were driving down had to be just miserable. They could yeah. not get that construction done. They, they could not figure out how to stagger it. <laughs> Start one project until you have three or four others down the road going on. Like, yeah. just do one, get it finished, then move on to the others. It is maddening driving down there. Yeah, and 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 it's funny because I thirty five is kind of how I think. You know, in other words, I'll, I'll start getting a, a couple of things in order, then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I need to work on this, <laughs> and then halfway through working on it, I'm like, oh, let me go work on something else. And yeah. that's literally. That's- that's basically how like house cleaning operates for me. Yes. It's like, yeah, okay, yes. I'm gonna start uh, doing the dishes here, but okay, I need to start laundry, and then uh, okay, I need to start yeah. dusting. Yeah, that's basically yeah. yeah. And the next thing you know, everything is 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 it, it's more of a mess done. than it was when I started cleaning, quote unquote. But and there was something go not to I mean obviously steer clear of any game conversation, but there was something going on northbound, and it was causing a lot of rubbernecking. And that slowed things down on my drive, and it was just – I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was one of those convoys coming through or what, but they had people were all over the side of the road, and they had flags out. And then there was advertisements out that some people had. Really? Uh, it was just – I don't know what was going on, but something around – let's see, that would have been like 3.30 yesterday outside of just stupid traffic. But something, uh, I guess, just south of Ardmore had things kind of – ridiculously backed up it was you know what in fact it was well south of ardmore uh tj because it was right at that first exit uh in denton where there's not much you know oh, you got yeah. that crazy mm-hmm. third exit where there's an in and out and there's a waterburger right 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 but it was and and it was just crazy crazy how backed up it was so glad i wasn't headed north at that point but by the time we got there it was a, it was a fun night i'd never been there before i'd never been to denton we never played there oh really that was the first time they had played in Denton since uh, Lauren Chamberlain's record breaker because we were supposed to go there. I'm, I'm trying to do this right off the top of my head. We're supposed to go there in 17, got rained out. Mm-hmm. In 19, I want to say the team was on the bus and on its way down there, and it, it, it never happened. And, of course, the, the 20 season got pushed to 21, even though we did play North Texas in 20 and lost to them. But – yeah, we've had about three or four times we've tried to go down there in the past and hadn't made it. And it's a neat little field, man. It legitimately is right off I-35, and they played well last night. Big party area for me back in the day. The, really? Uh, the North Texas campus area. Yes, I may or may not have gotten a lot of underage girls into bars in that area Uh-oh. at one point. So uh, <laughs> I think statute limitations. I'm oh, we're good on that. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hey, and they've done a lot. I mean, not to welcome to the home of Mean Green fan, 
But they've done a lot, man. They've got that whole new stadium that's been been done for. Oh, it's gosh. it's great area now with uh, yeah. a lot of the stuff that they've done. Absolutely, indoor yeah. practice facility mm-hmm. is is over there. Their their softball field isn't bad. I mean, literally, it's it's not a stadium. There's some stands and you got a press box, but uh, it it literally is just out in an open field. And they, they've done some nice things. You know, uh, their athletic director is an Oklahoma guy and Ren Baker, so they've. They've done a lot of cool things. But, yeah, I hadn't been in that area before for a game. And, boy, they went out and it, it took a little took, bit. Took right? care of business. And then, uh, you know, business. fourth, uh, fifth, sixth inning, the sixth inning especially, just uh, decided to open it up and, and get it done. So They decided they didn't want to infringe on my bedtime too much. <laughs> <laughs> they decided that their old man play-by-play guy had a two-hour drive in front of him and would fight the urge to stop at every single Whataburger, maybe even take one exit, only to get right back on. But, yeah, it was, a, it was a game that just took them a little bit of time, man. Took them a little time. How did things go on the, uh, on the flagship last night, on the ref flagship on Sports Talk? went great. Know? Everything okay. went uh, as it good. should, ran as it should. And uh, I appreciate you checking in with me, but we were all good there. So, so how uh, does that work? I mean, this might be too inside radio. But when we well, run rule, how does it just go ahead and go to the post game? Well, same thing as uh, it, well that they they trigger everything, so they would trigger your local uh, breaks, and then okay. they at the end after you wrap up post game, that's when end they trigger, uh, trigger yeah. end of broadcast trigger. Gotcha. Yeah, so okay. and then it'll right. kick our ID and kick it over to well for us it's Fox National, so hmm. we were all good. It was great. It doesn't matter if uh, you run rule. Uh, even nice. earlier than that, it all it plays out. Right? It all plays out well. So yeah, but that was our second game this year that we put on ninety nine three and fourteen hundred. That's right. That's right. Nice. So. Awfully late in the year to start feeling bad for the uh, radio affiliates on uh, their their break uh, when it comes to <laughs> run rules playing. But those run rules, we're doing okay and getting those spots yeah. in. Yeah, thanks hey, thirty two games in for figuring that. Quickly out before we get out of here in about twenty, why weren't you specially invited by Brent Venables today like Toby <laughs> I, Rowland was? I know how cool is that. I I haven't been invited to anything unfortunately, but we'll keep. Hope alive. It's pretty awesome. Hey, I need Thursday off because Brent needs me at practice <laughs> Thursday morning. That's awesome. <laughs> like we could say no to Brent. So, all right, man, have a uh, good remote out there at Cavens. Thanks, TJ. Talk to you tomorrow, man. All right, Plank Show coming up next. Appreciate the calls today. Toby will be back with all his inside information tomorrow. Appreciate the calls and texts today. We'll talk to you then. Have a great day, everybody.